0: (音楽) MUSIC PLAYS
1: Oops. this is what you're gonna hear on the show
2: yeah this isn't a normal episode of cadaver cast we were in fact invited to be at a celebration of slashers yeah at DePaul University on April twenty eighth, 2018 and we were on two panels
1: yes a round table and you are gonna hear our live show
2: well what you're gonna hear today is yeah. actually the roundtable. So this roundtable that you're going to hear, we did with um, the hosts of Women in Caskets and Horror Honeys, as well as Ashley Blackwell. Yes. And this roundtable is special because though I was listed as being the panel chair, I actually handed those duties over to... Me. Yeah. And so all of the basic discussion questions on our roundtable were crafted and asked... By panel chair, Alistair. Yes. <laughs> and stay tuned because what we end up talking about is basically the philosophies of our different shows, our favorite movies, stuff like that. And then eventually Alistair has a very important goofy monstery question that gets the whole crowd speculating on a monster that we make up as we go along. So stay tuned. It's it's a lot of fun. It's kind of like our old um monster stampede. Episodes, yeah. which we'll be bringing back soon
1: Yep, mystery questions
2: <laughs> Yeah, man So hang in there, listen to that Thank you for joining us This is our 49th episode And the next episode will be our 50th And for that, you will be hearing The other panel that we recorded At A Celebration of Slashers
1: Is our live show
2: Cadaver Cast Live, the first yeah. ever so today, Horror Podcasting Roundtable, and next time, Cadavercast Live. And we're going to yeah. post these really close together, like one yeah. week apart, so that, you know, uh, we, we get to episode 50 fast. We, we're excited about episode yes, 50.
1: we are really excited. Because it's our live show, dude.
2: Dude.
1: Roll the roundtable.
2: All right, so welcome to the Podcasting Horror Roundtable discussion.
0: Discussion. Um, we'll
2: go down and introduce everybody introduce themselves let's do it that way and then and then alistair has written the questions for the panelists so uh we have a six-year-old panel chair i don't know if that's common or if that's ever happened but it's how we roll
3: hi i'm lenny helpern i am co-owner of the horror honeys and balladatta magazine We run the Horror Honeys podcast, and I am host of The Steam Room, which is a podcast all about erotic thrillers. We're entirely women-run, so that's pretty much all you'll hear on our podcast unless we happen to have an actor or male guest.
4: But uh, yeah, we're entirely female-run. I'm Ashley Blackwell. I am the founder of Graveyard Shift Sisters, which is a Scott Webb scholarship thingy uh, about black women and women of color in horror and science fiction. And I love listening to horror podcasts. Um, I've done a few myself. Now I just write mostly.
5: Uh, My name is Dawn Humphrey. I am one half of the Women in Caskets podcast. Uh, We are part of the Bloody Disgusting podcast network, and we uh, are also a female-led a podcast and we focus on looking at horror through a more feminist lens and that's sort of what we do i'm alistair and um
2: what show are you on
1: i'm on cadaver cast and we talk about horror movies and other things
2: there you go <laughs> um i'm a sidekick i guess on cadaver cast we are a six-year-old led podcast so that's mm-hmm. uh that's unusual, right? I am the host. Um, he is the host. <laughs> I, I've accepted my role on the show. Um, and yeah, and uh, we're a family-friendly monster movie podcast, which is unusual to find, I guess. Family-friendly horror podcasts generally doesn't happen. So welcome, everybody. And Alistair had some questions to get us started off. Al, do you want to ask our panel here these questions? My
1: first one is... What's your favorite
3: horror movie? That question is always really impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It it, it changes depending
5: on day of the week, what weather's doing outside.
3: I have forced myself many times to answer that question directly. Uh, My favorite horror movie for the purpose of this question is Spider Baby. Ah. Uh, It's one of those movies that I can watch. I could watch it five times in a day and not get tired of it. I have artwork from it. Uh, I have a crush on Sid Haig in the movie. It's just, it's weird and adorable and funny,
4: and I never get tired of it. So if I were to, I'm just going to go back all the way into the crates and say The Bride of Frankenstein from 1935. Um, Just for personal reasons, it affected me in a way I did not expect. (laughs) And um, I like the message of it. It was really, for me, it was one of those Genesis movies that really said, no, horror is really saying something that's really affecting people in a very, very deep way. And, you know, kind of the that ground, that, you know, that feeling of loneliness or isolation being a horror fan in this particular movie kind of touches on those certain themes, which I really deeply appreciate. In terms
5: of just fun, and since we are at a slasher conference, uh, I, I'm going to have to say the original Nightmare on Elm Street has just mm-hmm. always been... One of my favorite go-to movies, even when people ask me, you know, if I want to get into horror, what maybe should I watch? And it's always one of the sort of canon movies that I always send people back to and say, hey, this is this is a pretty good, pretty interesting thing. It's got a little supernatural, it's got a little slasher, it's got a little little bit of everything for a lot of people.
1: Um, I would say Godzilla versus King Kong.
2: <laughs> and why?
1: Because they're both really big monsters, and I like really big monsters, and they crush buildings and earthquakes and stuff.
2: Yep, as a result of their bigness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, mine, I have to say Videodrome, because I have a Videodrome tattoo, um, but if you don't count that as horror, then probably Dawn of the Dead. There's something about that movie that meets my sensibilities, which is just people sitting around. I don't know. I I watch movies very much like my life in that way, people just sitting around waiting for things to happen to them. Yeah. So what else you got, Al?
1: My second one is what type of movies do you do on your podcast? And? How do you
3: choose
2: them? Maybe we could expand that to be like, What's the format of your show? How do you approach that, I guess, to broaden that out a little bit?
3: So we used to do things a little differently when we started out. It was kind of a weekly roundup of things that had happened in the news for horror and things that were just interesting to us. And then we realized that we had more fun doing theme casts. So last year we started doing the theme casts every time. So what we do is we pick a genre or a series and we focus on that and we kind of do a deep dive into it. So it could be the Nightmare on Elm Street series, it could be Godzilla movies, it could be uh, Korean horror, I mean we just, we pick something and then we really dive into it. And our only rule is that you come to the table knowing everything you can possibly know about that genre. And we have so many women that write for us that we have to put a cap on how many people we can have. Otherwise, it's just everybody talking over each other like on the view. And neither of us can handle that. It makes us very anxious. So Kat is my my business partner that we run the run everything together. So it's a cap of three women that come on and you have to know everything. We'll have guests sometimes, women from other podcasts, other websites, and We just talk. We'll talk about our favorite movies. We'll talk about influence, things like that. And really, it's just whatever we want. There's really no rhyme or reason to how we come up with it. It's just whatever strikes our fancy that particular week. Um, In terms of the steam room, I'm the boss. So it's whatever I want. I say, (laughs) this is the movie. We're going to talk about the basic instinct movies. Who wants to join me? What my next episode is gonna be on Showgirls. And I got the woman who's directing the documentary on Showgirls. She's gonna come on and talk with me about it. So it's really just whatever makes us happy is how we run our podcast and we find it's a lot easier and more enjoyable to do things that way.
4: When I did do podcasting, um it was with another uh black woman. So I think what the, one of the things I wanted to do as far as kind of standing out, cause we, we wanted to just talk about horror movies, but the, also the other thing I wanted to do was just kind of talk about if there were people of color in the film, and if not, you know, just kind of, just kind of play on those ideas. Like, you know, we, I think we had something called the, like, the minority report that I kind of came up with. <laughs> like, okay, how many people of color are in this film, and how are they represented? Cause we kind of, cause that's how we wanted to stand out a little bit, because again, just, we just wanted to kind of just talk about horror in general. Because we are both passionate about it, but we wanted to do something a little bit different, so.
5: When we're figuring out what we're going to do, we have a couple of different sort of buckets that we try and fill as we're going through. We'll have episodes where we just take a particular trope and we'll talk about a bunch of different movies that fall into that trope. Like, what are the best examples of Final Girls? What are examples of creepy children? What are movies based on real life? And so we're sort of... We take those, and so those episodes, we tend to talk about a whole lot of movies. Uh, Other times, we'll just take a single movie, and when we're looking at a single movie, it's either something we really, really like, something we really, really hate, uh, or something that we really think has an interesting twist that may or may not be more successful. Uh, than it ought to be. We tend to want to talk about things more that we like and why we like them and why they work in terms of either representation, the women aren't all getting naked and then getting killed, those sorts of things that uh, we talk about a lot. And so really it's whatever we decide to come up with when we're getting ready to record. Some things we do a lot of research on, sometimes we just sit in front of a microphone and say, we're going to talk about this and we're going to have
2: some fun. What about us, Al? How do we do it?
1: Well, this is how we do it. We just have movies sitting out, like, <laughs> on our TV, and I just ask um, if I can watch them. If my dad says yes, um, then we might do it on the podcast, or we might not. And if he says no, um, he just tells me when I can do it. Or we <laughs> do it on who that is
2: Yeah, we've got a couple different formats that we work from. We do our standard movie reviews, and... Yeah, those are usually chosen either by Alistair saying, Dad, can I watch this? Because it's sitting out in front of the TV, um, which was the case with the episode that we're dropping today, which is about the burbs because the new Blu-ray came out. And Al's always going, Dad, can I watch this? And, you know, and it'll be something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or <laughs> something. And I'll be like, no, no, no. When can I watch it? Uh, talk to me again when you're like 14. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like We'll figure it out then. Uh, but otherwise... Uh, sometimes it's yes, and he was really shocked that The Verbs was a yes. You know, that, like, yeah, you can watch The Burbs, why not? Because <laughs> um, it's, you know, Tom Hanks, and he's got the bone, and it looks, looks spooky. So he, he was convinced I wouldn't say yes. And then I think just being able to watch the sort of a more big boy horror movie was, was appealing. So that, that's how we choose that. But otherwise, we have a couple different formats. Because um, there's a lot of stuff that he can't talk about uh, because the movies are rated. Or... No, can't do it So uh, we've got a format to handle that Called Who the Al is Where we ask who the Al is You know, Jason or whatever And on our show here today On our live show We're doing Who the Al is Freddy Krueger So, you know, since he can't watch those But he, like, is familiar With at least what they look like He then guesses, you know So it's like uh, total speculation From a six-year-old on what it is (laughs) Yep. But we had a format that we're doing. We might do it some more over the summer, where it's. Uh, we thought it would be easy. There's our mini episodes called uh, Al's Monster Stampede, where Al just talks about a random monster and like how to recognize one and defend yourself against one if you're trapped in a movie. But they take so much research. Like it's. Uh, I mean, we're like, oh, this will be a mini episode. It'll be easy, but it took so much research. You know, I mean, Al. I mean, bless you. You do a lot of research <laughs> for that, right? Yep. So a lot of movies, a lot of movie watching, a lot of book reading and stuff. <laughs> way more work than just on the way to school. Al, what movie should we do tonight for the podcast? How about this? Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> that's way easier.
1: Yeah.
2: Anything to add to that? Um, no. No? Covered it? Cool. What's your next question?
1: Third question is, how do you like people listening to your podcast?
2: Which Uh, I decided we should maybe broaden, but how do you like people listening to your podcast? But more specifically, uh, perhaps, you know, what's been your experience in horror podcasting, sort of engagement with audiences? What have your audiences been like? Have you received any community support, Any, any backlash? What's that been like? I
3: don't know that we've ever had any backlash. I'm trying to think of any... Really negative responses we've ever had, I don't think anybody's ever been really in terms of the podcast i mean the the website we've had stuff happen before, <laughs> but in the podcast, I don't think anything really nobody's ever fought with us, nobody's ever heard anyone's opinion and come at us like we we've had the the engagement that we really like is like we'll raise a question where we genuinely don't know the answer like we, I don't remember which series we were talking about. I want to say it was, we were talking about Nightmare on Elm Street, and we were trying to remember if any other slasher had a jazzy rap theme song,
4: and so <laughs> yeah. we were we
3: were talking it out on the podcast, and we are like, no, we actually can't remember, nobody could remember if there was another of the big three that had one of those theme songs, so we just raised it, like, we're not going to start Googling while we're talking on the podcast, so hey, when you listen to this, tell us, and sure enough, the next day. You know, we had people coming at us like, oh, yeah, uh, Jason had a rap song. And uh, I think it was...
2: Maniac Cop.
3: It really? Yeah. So, nobody yeah. said that. Maniac um, Cop
2: 2, I believe. Who
3: was in uh, the one after H2O? with My LL Cool? Yeah. No, it was Buster. no, no. Busta Rhymes, Rhymes, did, a, Rhymes. Buster Rhymes did a rap song over the credits for... Uh, was, ours. I was, I was yeah. Of- yeah. Yeah.
4: Wow. I know, right?
3: I I didn't know that either. Somebody told us. We had to look it up, and sure enough. So stuff like that. And it it, it interests us, too. It gives us an opportunity to learn even more. So it's, it's stuff like that that usually happens. We And we, we love it. We love having conversations like that, because that's why we do this. We love learning more about horror from people that know things we don't. Kat would probably remember better than I do if we've ever been jumped on before <laughs> i try to put those things away she's very good at holding grudges that's not <laughs> really my thing um i i can't file that stuff away otherwise i get I'm like i quit i quit i can't do this anymore everybody hates us <laughs> just because one person got angry for us the, the the exciting part is learning from other people and that's what that's why we do it
4: when i was doing it we never got any negative feedback most people were um I think what I realized that most people are interested in just listening to our personal stories. Like, I know there was one about Halloween. We were just kind of talking about just our experiences with Halloween as kids, trick-or-treating, having seances, maybe, you know, so stuff like that. Um, Also just having a good time when we when we're both really passionate about a film like we really go deep because there was been some films where were just like yeah I didn't like this and, yeah I wasn't feeling it either and then, so it wasn't like as engaging but um generally f- feedback was um real uh, it was positive we never got any negative feedback so
5: yeah we've been really lucky on that front too I feel I feel like I should be knocking on wood somewhere <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's this table made out of uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, mo- our most of our fans are pretty chill. Um, there are several of them we chat with regularly on Twitter. Don't do a lot of social media. Most of our reach out is through Twitter, I'd say. Uh, haven't gotten a lot of negative feedback. You know, it's been pretty. It's been pretty good. It's actually overall been a very positive experience for mm-hmm. us. You know, especially every once in a while, you have that one person who says you know, you talk about the things I talk about with my friends, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's really what we want to do. That's really what Jen and I were trying to do when we started was to sort of, these were the conversations we were having. And so now we're just going to record them and put them out there and maybe someone will listen to it. Maybe they won't, but we were just going to do it for fun. And it's actually, you know, been three years of fun now.
2: So how about us Al? What about the critters and creeps? How are they?
1: Well we like people listening to our podcast because we usually we get a lot of uh, um like messages and stuff and and stuff like that and we don't get like negative stuff we only get like na- like other things and stuff like i like your podcast or whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah we can we keep it very uh like our outreach I keep very minimal, more like a, a word-of-mouth type of thing I, I prefer for us. I don't push us too hard because, I mean, doing a horror movie podcast with a six-year-old is the kind of thing that you know there's just a group of people out there waiting to hear that something like this is happening right. to start a firestorm. So I figure, like, you know, nice grassroots kind of build of support. Yeah. That way, if the the levy ever does break in that sense and people <laughs> come after us, we got People got our back, right. right? And we got we got friends all over, right? Al's even done spots on other pod podcasts and stuff. Who found us? So, um, yeah, it's been really really good, really supportive for us as well. Um, the only negative feedback we ever got wasn't even about the podcast. It was early on, and it was so weird because I was like, you know, here we are on the podcast talking about, uh, like, I showed him. Attack of the killer Tomatoes was really early in the show, and that's <laughs> got some weird like homophobia and some racist stuff in there that like al was far too young to even like understand. I'm kind of like, hey, look over there, you know like, <laughs> pay no attention to the weird uh, language, you know what does that mean, Dad? Don't worry about it. like you know, so there's that stuff going on. I've shown him, you know, uh, we' grizzly. Watch Grizzly early on. That was, what, like, episode nine or something where a grizzly bear gets shot with a bazooka? Yeah. And <laughs> grizzly he blew up. And he blows up. <laughs> right? Showing him all this stuff. So you'd think, like, that would be the stuff that somebody would come at us about. But it was actually a tweet that I'd put out that we got attacked over because we had gone to see um, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And I posted Al's capsule review, which was something like, it's not too scary the nifflers are cute it's a really good movie go see it and like this woman came at me so hard on twitter like you're a terrible parent there's how dare you take your kid to see this movie it's not a kids movie it's got dark themes and stuff if you want if you want your kid to see a kids movie take them to star wars and i was like the one where people are <laughs> in their hands fantastic. <laughs>
3: fantastic beasts
2: and it was weird like i mean fortunately uh, like And I freaked out. It was one of those things like you're talking about where, like, there's...
3: Everyone hates us. It was, like, one one
2: comment, and I was like, do I shut this show down? Are we done today? (laughs) Do we shut down? Um, Fortunately, I went and, like, looked at her other Twitter posts, and it was, like, just attacking people who were saying that they took their kids to see Fantastic Beasts because there's kind of, like, a weird fandom elitism kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Like, I don't want... Like, I don't want to acknowledge that Harry Potter is a kid's thing. Yeah. So I just kind of deleted it and forgot about it. Yeah. And just, and just went away. So. People
5: with their axes to grind, man. Yeah. Sometimes they're weirdly specific.
2: I mean, look at Al. I mean, like, who cares about your fandoms, man? Your fandoms?
3: No way. When we, when we started out, there were no other female-run websites in terms of what we were doing. Mm-hmm. We... Kat had been running the Horror Honeys for long before I got there. And I forget what we were talking about one night. Some guy made some comment to me. And it was it was really nasty. And I said, I beg your pardon? And his response was, typical woman begging a man for something. And I yeah. messaged Kat. I'm like, I quit! I quit! I'm done! I can't do this! I can't handle this! And she's like, you got to develop a thicker skin because it's only going to get worse. And that was kind of... I pretend to have a thick skin, but I'm cotton candy, honey. Yeah, because I I can't. I pretend to be fine, but I can't handle anything. I think we had one of
5: those right after we were picked up by bloody disgusting. Yeah, and it was one of those "why you got to bring your feminism into my horror movies" type comments.
3: (laughs) I was like, the bigger you get, the more it happens. Then don't listen. Right, I
5: I don't know why this is your problem. Just don't listen to us. That's that fixes your problem right there. <laughs> you no longer have feminism in your war movies by not pressing play on that button.
2: Yeah, yeah. it's funny because Al. What was the episode? Al had a long rant about, like a uh, basically a, a feminist rant about you know women being able to do all the same thing men could do. We were watching some older movie. I don't remember what it was. What was it? Like them? Was it them? The giant ant movie. And they call the they were they don't call the female doctor. Doctor, like they do all the other doctors. Oh, yeah. And they're like, and they they go, uh, doc, Doctor? Mm. And she's like, It's okay. I get that a lot. You can call me Pam. <laughs> right? And we got talking about that on the, the show, and Al had this rant about Pete, back in the day, people used to think that women couldn't do the things that, that men could do, but we know better now. Right? I had like a long rant. So. I would have welcomed some backlash to that as well.
3: <laughs> Way to go, Al! Yeah. Yeah, Al. <laughs> yeah,
2: What's that? There's
1: also another movie that we watched that yeah. that happened on. That was like, well, um.
2: I don't remember one, either.
1: One. Uh,
2: <laughs> Your steel trap memory is failing you already. <laughs> six years old. It's all. That's what they say. Once you hit six, it's all downhill.
5: Don't worry, it'll come to you as soon as we move on to the next question. it? <laughs> um, well, maybe you... it
1: is. Uh, <laughs> it was um a movie with a guy fighting a skeleton and then
2: a skeleton. Oh, oh, in um Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. Oh yeah,
1: that yeah. one where they were on the ship.
2: Yeah, and the and the ladies trapped in a bottle. Yeah, not much empowerment going on there. Nope. Definitely not. <laughs> no. No. Nope. All right. Do you want to ask your next one? My
1: first question is, do you have guests on your show? Who would you like to interview the
3: most?
2: Do you have guests on the show? Who would you like to interview the most? Even if you don't have guests, I guess. Who would be the (laughs) dream guest?
3: Uh, We we have had guests. We've had a lot of really cool guests. My favorite that we've had, uh, Scott Derrickson's been on our show twice and directed Dr. Strange, actressism of Emily Rose, we adore Scott. He's just, he's the sweetest and the smartest and just the coolest guy. Um, oh, we had uh, Bill Moseley, we've had uh, Darren Lynn Bozeman, just tons of people uh, that have just been so great. Uh, my dream guest that we're never going to get, uh, that I would kill for, is Emily Autumn. I don't know if everybody knows who she is, she's a singer and a performer, she is like a heavy metal violinist, she's an author, she's just incredible, she's currently workshopping a musical based on her book, The Asylum for Wayward Victorian Girls, she's working on it with Darren and she's just, she's been one of my idols forever, so I would love to be able to talk to her. It's been a while since we've had a guest on just because we're so booked all the time already with what we're doing and we get kind of overwhelmed (laughs) with scheduling stuff. But another one is Ashley Lawrence. We would love to have her on. She's incredible and she's so sweet. She's just the sweetest person ever. So that's definitely something we would like to do before the end of the year.
4: So we'll see what
3: happens. Yeah, we had guests, which has been a long
4: time. So we never had guests, but uh, I will say... I've been on another podcast called Elm Street Radio, and it's run by um, these two young ladies from the Midwest. Um, I think Paige is in D.C. and then DeAndra is in Ohio. So what they do on Elm Street Radio is that they'll get, like, you know, cast and crew members from the Nightmare on Elm Street series and also, like, big Nightmare on Elm Street fans, and they'll talk to them. Um, so this is th- this was in the making when DeAndra first started because we're we're really close friends, and she was just like, because she knows how much I love Toy Newkirk, a.k.a. the black girl from Nightmare on 4. <laughs> and so probably her and um, Lisa Wilcox, who was also in the movie, are they are the reason why I am here today. Um, that movie meant a lot to me as a kid. And so um, she was able to get Toy. And she was like, Ashley, you two can just kind of well, – I'll be there. But, like, you two can kind of have a conversation. And that was like – the best thing in the world. So I already had my dream guest interview Lee on a podcast and we're, we still keep in touch to this day. She is a sweetheart and it was really great. It was great hearing more of her story because you don't get, you get a slice of everyone's story and never sleep again. And so we just kind of really went in depth um, with her and talking to her about like what was it like being a black actress in the 80s, you know, because you were kind of a side character. And we didn't see, I didn't see her much until like uh, episode of Living Single, which was like maybe five, six, seven years later. So she kind of talked about um, those aspects of being an entertainer and talked about also working behind the scenes and talked about her experience um, on the film. So that was my bucket list guest that I adore and had a really great time with. Uh, We've had a number of guests.
5: um, We were talking a little bit before I had a chance to, you know, we've interviewed uh, several of the cast members from Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, including Bruce Campbell himself, and Dana DiLorenzo has actually been on our podcast uh, before. Um, Anna Biller, uh, the director of The Love Witch, was on. Um, We are working on, maybe fingers crossed, uh, getting an interview with Isa Lopez, who directed the movie uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid. Uh, If you guys are not familiar with that, you need to see it. It is fantastic. Um, It's about uh, children who have been orphaned because of the drug violence in Mexico. and It's sort of fantastic realism. If you like Guillermo del Toro's stuff, you're going to really like that movie. Uh, We're trying to get her on and Ethan Embry. We've had him. He's incredible. He's he's amazing. He's so charming. (laughs) He was so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) We we had him on because we wanted to talk about Devil's Candy and we ended up not talking about Devil's Candy (laughs) like at all.
3: (laughs) We it turned into an hour about heavy metal and politics. Yeah. Like he is he is a trick. Uh, so he was super fun to have
5: on. Uh and just, you know, whoever strikes our fancy, you know, we've had people contact us out of the blue who wanted to be on the podcast, or, you know, friends that we know from the Austin film community. So we've had Macon Blair on, um, who's a friend of Jen's and in terms of, like, our dream interview, unfortunately, our dream interview would have to happen via seance because <laughs> oh, uh, we would have loved to have had a chance to talk to Mr. Wes Craven before he passed. That probably would have been our, like, we would have just died right there and just been happy as kittens because his movies mean a lot to the both of us. Uh, now... Honestly, I would love to talk to Guillermo del Toro and just pick that man's mind for however long he would let me, Um, just to talk to someone who's so passionate about what he does. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking to Issa if we get a chance to do that. That She's been high on our list for a while since we
3: saw uh, Tigers at Fantastic Fest last year. See, We, through our magazine, we've managed to, it's a little bit easier to get people to talk for print articles sometimes than Mm -hmm. it is for podcasts so we've a lot of our dream because we only put women on our cover so we've gotten a lot of people that way so we um we got Janice Poon who is the food designer for Hannibal she's incredible she's so cool uh we got Sandy King Carpenter she's amazing like a, a woman working in the film industry she's just she's amazing she's been working as long as John and doing twice as much work, mm. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <Talk> so goes. <laughs> yeah. So I mean it's it's the podcast is great, but sometimes, you know, it's it's a little bit easier to get people to do print interviews and we've gotten some really some of our bucket list people have been through the magazine too. So we've been really lucky that way.
2: Yeah, for for me personally, I yeah, that's that's been part of my experiences. I've interviewed a lot of people that I wanted to interview, but it's been for other things mm-hmm. and not for yeah. our show. Right. We have a bit of a bit of a problem on our show. What? We got a six-year-old host. That's um, <laughs> it's a strange thing, bringing guests on. But we've had people on the show, not yeah. not famous guests. Like
1: we don't have any, but we do have some of our friends, and some of our friends do podcasts. Yeah, I about guess horror movie. One of them.
2: We've been on other shows as sort of <laughs> not celebrity guests, but um, <laughs> Al's the celebrity of, of the guests. There you go. But Alistair, if we if we do start having guests, who would be your dream hmm. guest? would you like to have on the show more than anybody else from horror movies? If you don't know their name, you can say, like, they played this character in this movie or something like that. You think about it for a second. <laughs> Keep thinking about it. Um, for me, oh, boy. I mean, it would be David Cronenberg, but I don't know what to say to him. I really, I thought, I thought I saw him in a park one day. This guy looked exactly like him, and he's, like, walking towards me. And I was like, that's David Cronenberg. And I panicked. Like, <laughs> I nearly died. So I don't know what I would say to him. And I met a lot of my heroes and, like, didn't panic. But I would panic in that situation. Um, but we did, um, on my friend Joe's podcast, quote-unquote, Guilty, which was before we started our show, we had uh, Brian Bonsall on, from uh, who's in one of our favorite movies, <laughs> Mikey, who was also in Blank Check and Family Ties and stuff like that. And I just reached out to him on Twitter. I was like, hey, do you want to do an interview about Mikey? Was like yeah, cool. He does music and Mm -hmm. stuff, and just working, dude. It was great. I know now. You got one. Who do you got? Um,
1: the guy who played Bella Lugosi.
2: The guy who played (laughs) Bella Lugosi, or actually Bella Lugosi. (laughs) So Bella Lugosi, though, right? Dracula, that's your dream guest. Another seance guest, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's way dead. (laughs) But but, like, that's that's a big part of our show, Bella Lugosi, right? What was our first episode? Dracula. Dracula, yeah. Um, it's also how we taught him to sneeze properly. <laughs> you want to show? Bella Lugosi. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's like, that's, that's how we taught him to <laughs> sneeze. He used to
1: do like this.
2: And then, and then I showed him Plan 9 from Outer Space. And so anytime he would, like, sneeze, we, and it, we sounded like insane people. We'd be out in public, and he would sneeze, and we'd go, the Lugosi! we <laughs> would like, sneeze into his hands, and we'd be like, Bella Lugosi! And he'd go, sorry. <laughs> 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 so plan nine parenting tips there you go pro parenting <laughs> there plan we go nine. we have bella Lugosi. that would be a dream you would have done it too sadly for very cheap like we could have yeah, for that's... nothing it's very sad <laughs> it's, <a good> <laughs> it's true brendan you know it it's true. <laughs> so we do have um we do have a, a goofy question i wanted to do one goofy question to get us spitballing in the kind of goofy ways that we do on our show. And then we'll open it up if anybody has any questions, or if you have any things that you want to propose to the panel as well. Now, what's your goofy question?
1: How would you defeat
5: a killer couch?
2: Killer couch. You're faced with a killer couch. How do you defeat it?
5: How would you defeat a killer couch? That's my kid. <laughs> do we have weapons
2: available to us of any sort? Yeah, I mean, spe- you know, speculatively. Like, speculatively. I guess what would, what would right. be your your best attempt? I guess, right? Or do you have limitations on this situation now?
1: Um, no weapons. Weapons wouldn't work. The car, like the things. So not inside, traditional like, weapons.
2: No yeah, guns or anything.
1: Nothing. They would just like uh, the things would just fall on the floor and then come back together.
3: And make the cat. So it's well, a no, that's, regenerating that's, killer couch? This is entirely unfair. Out.
2: So <laughs> you asked a question, and then in, in a very six year old way, made it an impossible situation. <laughs> it's
5: not impossible. I don't oh, know impossible. about impossible because you've got a couple of options. In terms of fleeing, you could always flee through a door too small for the couch to fit through or find a really tight corner to go around because if you've ever had to move a couch around a corner, you know how difficult that can be, so that's a possible escape vector.
2: Wouldn't that be a great turn in a horror movie? You got to kill a killer couch, and you're like, "Ha I went around a sharp corner!" But then it like does the like standing up on its end and like shiving itself around the corner, like and the music swells. You
3: know? <laughs> <sighs>
2: We're doomed.
3: <laughs> so when I play video games, I'm just like a smash and run kind of person. I don't do anything half. I would just burn the house down.
5: Yeah, right.
3: Yeah, I, I'm not gonna mess with the couch. Uh, I'm just gonna point, burn the whole once house. Once the furniture down. starts trying to eat, yeah, you, we're, you don't we're, know that everything else is not gonna start coming at you. The blender, the the armchair, the love seat—like just burn it all down. I'm not attached word. to anything. <laughs> it's just a house. As long as I can get my they pets them out. Put some
1: toys and make another house. Yeah. <laughs> that mean, that burn that other. House
3: you know what? Up? It's not my house anyway. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, we
3: rent. So, like, right. Exactly. It's you know. <laughs> not <on> my house. <laughs> like whatever. Burn it down.
5: I, I, that, that's <laughs> got to be a fun question with the insurance agency afterwards. <laughs> the couch yeah, is trying so. to kill me.
2: Again, another great scene in the horror movie. Like, <laughs> You know the, the movie would open with the doctors. They say, "Kill a couch." Do you believe them? I don't know.
5: Flashback. And then the the ending stingers, you're back in that that psychiatrist's office and you're you're laying back and you're having <laughs> a moment and then and then, the, and then the couch just reaches and grabs. Like, like, there's like your hiding under the bed
1: and like hiding under the thing.
5: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or that horrible scooting noise that mm-hmm. that couches can make if they're on a hard surface. That just oh, sort of.
2: That's the first clue of the that the couch is alive. Is yeah, you, you, you just hear that noise and in like the middle the, of the night. There's like scrapes from like the the legs of the couch. All like, is
5: someone couch taking notes. I feel there's a specter. I mean, there's script there's a somewhere. killer bed movie. I mean, Why can't is... there be a killer couch? Exactly. Movie? Yes. Yes. This is there of course is though,
2: how uh, Kevin Smith did Tusk, which is oh. yeah I'm sitting on a podcast just laughing at. That's, ideas that's, that's maybe not the best Tusk. example. <laughs> yeah, Brenda, did you have an idea? Well, you just gave up a spiral staircase because it can't pivot. There <laughs> we yeah. go. Yeah, exactly. But it might have like renfields or something. Like we can around.
0: Little animals, little animals oh, running around <laughs> side tables.
5: <laughs> <laughs> or heaven help us if it can fly. But
1: I can go like boink, 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 boink. <laughs>
5: Or slinky, like it can sort of slinky its way up. This is like like crossing from the bar into like. Well done! But notice
2: notice how much Al's opened up here. (laughs) This is is, is our speed. (laughs) This is how (laughs) how we function.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Most can like eat the stairs before
3: anybody can get there.
2: <laughs> it is just waiting below. I, like, the rules of this
3: world are completely. Changing. Yeah, this is this is not working for humans. There's no, no way to survive this. this.
2: What do you think, Al? Does that answer that question? I see on your face you have got like more ideas. But are you happy with that? You content with mm. the killer couch? Wait. Do you feel like the the question that you asked has been adequately answered?
1: Yes, burn, oh, the okay. burn, burn the house down. Burn <laughs> the house down. There we go. Go back
2: ten minutes into the conversation. <laughs> we finished there. Don't. Yes, Don't.
1: burning the house down. Do you guys have any questions? The the film, the King Kong vs Godzilla, was mentioned earlier.
2: Uh, I, I would like to know which well which version did you guys watch, or which one did you prefer? Because so there was the Japanese and the American version, and then also how do you feel about the upcoming version of the film? Mm, good question. We watched...
1: I think it's like, the American version.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just like they go underwater and you don't see what happens. Okay. I'm, it's like, like, I'm yeah. pretty sure in the, in the Japanese version, like Godzilla is like... Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Like I remember thinking that growing up. Like I remember hearing that growing up is like, well, it's a different one wins for the different countries, which I don't know that I've ever seen two different versions. I feel like they've all had the same ending. Okay. But... But I've read, I've read that in a book that was from my school library in elementary school, so... We may have read the exact same book, Gary. <laughs> We may have read the exact same book, because, like, that's exactly the stuff that I was, I was banking on. Um, but, yeah, how do you feel about the upcoming one? Because remember, we went to see um, Skull Island, right? And they've got that King Kong fighting the new Godzilla. How excited are you for that?
1: That King Kong? Which King Kong?
2: The Kong for, from uh, Skull Island.
1: I forgot what he looks like.
2: He's really giant, and he fought the lizards. You don't remember? Um, I mean, also... The lizards? You, yeah, they're like the lizards. They had, like, two legs or something. Mm-hmm. You know, two legs, and then... Really what else happened in that? There? There's helicopters flying around. Nothing? No? I don't remember scu- when that came out. That, that was, was, like, a year skull ago. Skull Island.
1: The one where he was fighting the planes?
2: No, the planes is the original one. You're right. But helicopters in the Skull Island.
1: Is Fire. that the one where I'm, like... Like, little tiny people, they, like, jump out. Is that that one that you're talking about? That's the one I remember.
2: The one where little people jump out. (laughs) Let's say yes. How excited excited would you be to see that King Kong fight a new Godzilla?
1: (laughs) Too
0: cool?
2: (laughs) Too cool. I
1: accidentally said that. But I actually said Cool. Cool.
2: I was curious who, for the panelists, who is somebody you'd like to see be the final actor in a horror, in a slasher movie, and what kind of movie would best suit them? Like the final person? Yeah, like the like the final girl type, but oh. somebody, like an actor you maybe haven't seen do one, or somebody you'd like to see do another.
4: I want to see Carrie Washington do more than Scandal mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. Dramas. Yeah, I want her, I want, and none of that Gabrielle Union breaking in, (laughs) black people are talking to the television nonsense. I want a real supernatural, deep film, and I want her to be the final girl, because I stand for Kerry Washington. I don't know why, I just love her. She's awesome. Yeah.
5: I don't even know where I would begin to narrow that list down. That is a really
3: hard question. It it is, because there's so many. I mean, this is, speaking personally, I'm sure you, you agree, like, this is kind of what we do. Especially when it comes to women in horror movies. So trying to pick one actress that we love and then put her in a horror movie is kind of impossible. I mean, I could I think could think of fifteen off the top of my head, including like not just young women. I mean I could like I would love to see Frances McDormand in a proper horror movie. I think she would be incredible and tough and just I want to see her punch people. (laughs) Like, I just think she'd be awesome. Like, there's so many women that would be really good in horror movies, and I think the stigma is slowly disappearing, but it's not gone enough yet to where these prestige actors feel comfortable doing all of them, but I think we're getting to that point. So we're going to see more. Because, I mean, you get Naomi Watts doing Shut In, which was terrible. Like, you you (laughs) think, like, oh, Naomi Watts in a real horror movie, but every horror movie she's done has been awful, except for The Ring, but you know, everything after that it's just been bad, so. Yeah. And, it, and it's so weird is that you have so many, and you even have so many stars who have done,
5: like, little rink-eating horror movies early in their careers, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's like every time, like, as you ask the question, I start flipping through my list of, like, mentally actors and actresses that I like, and I'm like, nope, they already did a horror, nope, they already yeah. did it, nope, yeah. they already did it, nope, they already did But it would be really nice to just see Someone do something really, really imaginative. Mm-hmm. Like, Ex Machina is mm-hmm. one of my favorite so movies. Good. And while a lot of people wouldn't characterize it as horror, I do. Um,
3: oh, yeah. Absolutely. And the cast for that was amazing. And Crimson Peak gets a lot of Crimson crap. Peak. I, love I love Jessica Crimson. Chastain and Crimson Peak. I think she was incredible. She was. Uh-huh pieces like that that are kind of outside the box of what's considered traditional horror you know it's a lot easier to get somebody into those movies mm-hmm. as opposed to a straight slasher film which is a lot harder to convince like you know you you have a new halloween movie coming out and who well jamie lee curtis <laughs> like okay yeah, yeah, well, we got her back and i don't know any of the other actors that are in that movie um
4: judy greer if anyone watches oh all really Richard, yeah wow. yeah she's too good
3: for <laughs> like
4: it's just it's
2: i don't know i don't know i saw her in like some commercial the other day for like cream cheese and i was like <laughs> she does a <laughs> lot of commercials <laughs> i was so happy she does so just many commercials
3: now but yeah it's just you know straight slashers it's a lot harder to convince people
2: well, and when you've got like a24 out there doing these you know very serious dramas mm. that have the horror elements yeah. that come out of that you know you get you get a lot of crazy like talent. Hereditary. You know, hereditary. Coming yeah. Out.
3: Like, t- but Tony Collette is a lot more open to yeah, doing I mean, horror Yeah, and for sure. Tony Collette and yeah. and has done a lot, mm-hmm. actually.
2: My problem, honestly, Brendan, in this whole question is I've really been thinking about like what movies have I watched from recent years that aren't horror movies?
5: Yeah, that's another that's, problem. <laughs> that's when,
2: like, who have I seen in movies that aren't horror movies and then I can't come up with movies that I've watched that aren't horror movies, I guess. Al, you know, thoughts? <laughs>
1: that's why i haven't been talking with the whole time oh I know, I know if
2: you have thoughts you will
4: talk
1: yeah. any more questions
4: uh, for cadaver dad have you ever started a movie with alistair and about halfway through did you realize it may have been too much for him so you just shut it off
2: oh sure what well, <coughs> we turned on something one time and had to turn it off I swear you were there for that, and we got we got a couple minutes in, and we're like, eh, nah, nah. Um, but we were we had it on our schedule for last year. Do you remember the movie that we decided to take off the schedule? Which one? The one that was too spooky. It was the birds. We did <laughs> we did the birds. We were gonna we had it planned for some very specific reason. I think it was because Al was like, "Can I watch the birds?" And I was like, "Yeah, you can watch the birds. I mean, it's Hitchcock. Like, you can watch the birds. It's birds, whatever." Um, and we, we watched it we got through the whole movie and it, we were laughing you know the birds like really the corny effects and they're chasing the kids down the street and we were just having a good old time but the climax of that movie because it's Hitchcock was so intense that I was like can we turn this off and I was like let's see how much long is left in the movie let's pause it let's talk about what we've seen right, let's, let's discuss this and you know why it's so effective and then uh we finished it because we were like 30 seconds away from the ending or something but like yeah he was like dad not only do i not want to do that on the podcast i don't want to do a podcast on that i don't want to watch the birds 2 with you either (laughs) i don't ever want to watch this movie again yeah what'd you have to say bud
1: um if we probably watched it again i would probably laugh at that because the birds are so funny at the end they're like
2: <laughs> yeah, especially, they're not
1: even attacking him.
2: Exactly. Once we got to the end of the movie and they got out of the house and the, and it's just like a million birds, then we were laughing again. Right. But it was, that, it was I mean it's Hitchcock he, though. So it's he because
1: the birds were like We're yeah. just regular birds.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> it doesn't happen often regular. that we turn something on that we end up having to turn off. And I don't even remember what it was that we had to, but I mean, I would it say it was like a year ago.
1: No, it was something, it was really the only time we had to turn it off is was when I got too tired. That <sighs> was at night, and I got too tired. That well, that makes like the sense. Awesome time.
2: Otherwise, you can handle it.
1: Because I'm six.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> he's six.
1: Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, Anyway, everybody, we're a couple minutes over, but thank you uh, for being here for our podcasting horror roundtable discussion. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you. you. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the horror podcasting roundtable.
1: Roundtable.
2: Yeah, is that all you had to chime in for (laughs) roundtable? Yeah. So, thank you for listening to that. We sure had a lot of fun being yep, there. we did. And we definitely want to thank Linny Helpern, Don Humphrey, and Ashley Blackwell for joining us on that roundtable and for being gracious enough to let us record it and then post it here as an episode for you to listen to. Yep. And also thank you to everybody who came out.
1: Yeah, thank you guys.
2: Yeah, there were quite a number of people there. It was it was a very nice turnout for that. Very early morning uh <laughs> round table. Yeah. And it, and of course it was a little bit longer. We cut it down. There were some sound problems. There's some weird ooh, clicking ooh. and stuff.
1: Click, click, go yeah, exa- <laughs> click.
2: Yeah, exactly exactly like that. It may have just been Alistair. It's hard to tell, of course, what, what was going on with the sound, but uh thank you again. Remember everybody, we are a patron supported podcast. podcast. You can support the show uh, by heading over to Patreon dot com slash Word Salad, and <laughs> every little bit helps.
1: Every little bit
2: helps. Did you want to tell our listeners about it?
1: Um, so if you donate like to the podcast, it goes to my college fund.
2: That's the big thing. Wee. Yeah, we school. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the big thing that we do with that, and uh, of course, um, there were also posting exclusive stuff. Over the summer, we're going to have some more exclusives. We've got some big plans for the summer that we're going to record because the summer is just us together hanging out. Yeah. So we got a lot of stuff that we're going to do for the podcast over the summer for funsies.
1: Funsies, 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 (laughs) funsies, (laughs) funsies.
2: And so... You can also support the show by just rating and reviewing the podcast on your podcast listening app of choice, iTunes, whatever. Yep. Support the show. Also, look us up on social media. We are on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. You can email us at cadavercast at gmail That's cadavercast one word. And look us up on Facebook. You can join the Critters and Creeps there.
1: At the Critters and Creeps Club.
2: Yeah, the CadaverCast Critters and Creeps Club. Join the club. Share the horror Wait. goodies you find around the internet with the other Critters and Creeps. Yep.
1: And they will know what you have to say. Do, 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 do. You've been listening to CadaverCast. I'm Al
2: And I'm Cadaver Dad Jeff Burnham. Thanks. Thank you for listening, PWR. everybody.
1: Join the
0: club.
2: See what we got going on sound-wise. Yeah, I mean, it'll, not I'll bad. monkey with it later. We'll see what we get.
5: That's monkey no, It's, it's, all, it's always late. record it now, fix it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> fix
2: it in post. Or not.
5: <laughs> Hashtag fix it later. There we go. There it is.
2: There it is.